Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. Man, so excited to be getting on our marks together today as we uh, dive into uh, just some more information on uh, being loyal, man. We, we talked about, uh, we ended last year talking about, or we ended season one talking about triggered by the truth and just so many things that perhaps we've learned incorrectly that we've um, kind of been exposed to inadvertently or, or frankly, some things that we've just subscribed to uh, that just aren't right. They're just incorrect. They're, they're inaccurate uh, according to the Bible. So I just really felt led to uh, talk more about some of those things because the Bible says that you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. So we, we don't want to be burdened down or hogtied or or yoked down to uh, inappropriate teaching, false teaching, wrong teaching, and we're subscribing to something that's not true. And that thing is uh, inadvertently holding us back. So we want to be freed from that. Uh, and we've been talking about that. So I definitely want to encourage you to make sure uh, that you are tuning in to uh, just the idea uh, and the messages that we've been putting out on being triggered by the truth. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. And we've started this new year, this new season of On Your Mark, uh, continuing with Triggered by the Truth as we are uh, talking about the idea of loyalty. Um, and if you haven't listened to uh, the first podcast we did on Triggered by the Truth, Loyalty, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that because we laid out some really uh, foundational uh, ideas in terms of kind of what loyalty is and how it can be so misplaced. Because frankly, sometimes we call things loyalty that are actually disobedience, right? Um, I, I'm just loyal, man. I'm, I'm loyal. I'm going to stick by you no matter what. Wait a minute. No matter what? Um, if that person's wrong or if that company is wrong or if that situation is, is wrong, then it no longer deserves my loyalty. And one of the things we said was that the, the only person, the only entity, the only uh, being that deserves absolute unconditional loyalty is God. It's Jesus Christ. That's it. After that, every other loyalty is conditional and fluid. And I know I, I hear people, well, well, what about your marriage? Shouldn't you be loyal to your marriage? Absolutely. I should be loyal to my marriage because in my marriage, God comes first and my spouse comes second. So as long as I am keeping God first, then that will dictate my loyalty in my marriage. However, if my spouse gets out of line and, and is starting to do something outside of God and is trying to pull me away from God, then God gets the loyalty. That loyalty to my spouse becomes conditional and fluid based on the activities that they are doing. And when they are out of line with God, then I am not going to be in line with them. I'm going to stay in line with God in hopes of loving them back in line with God. So I just want to say that because I know Sometimes people can can kind of get into the semantics, and and I mean that. I, I don't think that's an in, inappropriate statement to say. God, Jesus Christ, the only one that deserves uh, and is due unconditional loyalty. Everybody else, it is conditional and it is fluid. Um, and I think if we do it that way, then we'll always be placing our loyalty in the right spot. And I want to make sure um, that we're not just just holding on, man. I'm just loyal to a fault and I'm loyal no matter what and all of that stuff. Th those things can change. We don't make a contract or a covenant with anybody that supersedes the covenant that God has with us. Uh, so those things can be broken. I I'm, I'm just going to say it. If, if I enter into a, a contract that is um, 
inappropriate, that is immoral, that is illegal, then I got to I got to break that contract. We, it, it, it is what it is. It means what it means. But I got to figure out a way to get out of that contract and keep my loyalty to God and Christ first. So we laid out some really, uh, I believe, powerful principles uh, within that first um podcast and i want to encourage you guys to to go and listen to it and make sure that you get those foundations as we kind of dive a little bit deeper into some specifics and today the specific i want to talk about is loyalty on the job loyalty on the job loyalty in the workplace loyalty to a company loyalty to a business uh, relationship a business partnership a business organization this idea of hey i'm in this place i'm i'm with uh, i'm 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 a part of this company i'm loyal i got to make sure that no matter what happens no matter what goes on i'm loyal i got to make sure that it's um that it's successful that everything goes right i want to talk about that uh for a moment and it's kind of interesting. I, I wish I could think of uh, the, the young lady's name. Uh, I think I think they call her Victoria in the skit. But there are these skits on on social media where they're kind of these uh, cartoon drawing skits. And I, I don't know if you've seen them, but they are absolutely hilarious. And I might add, in most cases, pretty accurate. Um, but but there are these skits where this this young lady is in the workplace and the boss comes up and the boss may say something like one of the skits was the boss was saying, um, Hey, we have this new associate coming in and I want you to uh, to train that person. And she says, oh, I'm, I'm happy to, to train that person. And, and I'm summarizing here. But basically, she says, you know, how do you want me to bill for that? And the, the boss is like, what do you mean bill for that? There's there's no additional pay. And the, the worker talking back to the boss says, well, I'm sure that you want me to train this person, but you're also going to expect me to uh, accomplish or to finish my normal day to day job getting done what I normally get done. And the boss is like, well, well, yeah. And she says, well, then that means this is extra work for me, meaning I'm doing extra work for you, meaning I should be compensated for that. And the boss is just kind of befuddled. And she's like, well, no, there's there's no no extra pay. And she's like, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to train this person because I'm not going to be able to do that my job well, plus train this person appropriately and do all the things you're asking me and you're, you're not compensating me for it. There's another skit where uh, she she comes in and uh, the, the worker has submitted uh, some overtime hours and the, the boss comes in and she's like, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand why, why you have these extra hours on to uh to your uh your your pay or your timesheet and she said oh well that's because you called me at home and you asked me to check my email and she said well um that there's no extra pay for that and she says well you know when i am off the job and when i am off the clock you know i have separate hours for uh for freelance work i I charge different for freelance work this is my charge for the freelance work that that you asked me to do well i i just asked you to to check your email right but i had to stop what i was doing i had to open up my work email i had to go into that email i had to respond and do the things that you asked me to do in that email and by my account that cost me two hours of my free time so my freelance charge for that work is what is on that timesheet and i'm gonna need you to go and figure out how to get me paid for it and it was it's just a, a hilarious skit and and yeah it's it's kind of parody and it's poking fun at the the employee employer uh work work relationship and environment but i gotta tell you man a lot of those skits are right on and and way too often we get so caught up in the job and oh i need this job i got to do this job so we find ourselves going over and above for a company 
that in a lot of cases may not or does not go over and above for us. We find ourselves uh, working ourselves and stressed out and trying to make sure everything is going right with the company when that company is not as concerned about us. Now, I want to be very careful here because I think when you're on the job and I think when you're working for a company that you absolutely should be putting your best foot forward. You should be doing uh, your best work. You should work as unto the Lord. And we're going to talk about that. But but where I, what I'm getting at is this idea of being so loyal to a company, a corporation, uh, a business relationship, a business partnership to where now it starts to detract from my life. And I can't tell you, man, just even as a pastor, how many people I talk to and they're just so stressed and overwhelmed with the job because of the pressures that are coming down and because upper management is getting pressure from their from their upper management and those supervisors and managers are getting pressure from the vice presidents and the vice presidents are getting pressure from uh, the CEO and the CEO is getting pressure from the board of directors and it just all gets dumped on the people doing the work and and what I want to say to that is not so like no not so man we're going to come in here I'm going to do the best job I can with the resources that you've given me and all these backdoor deals that you've made, all these contracts you've signed, all the things that you've done uh, at an upper management level, at a, at a vice president level, at a CEO level, at a board of directors level that maybe you should have been more careful by. And now you're putting that extra work on me. No, not so. I am not going to take that weight. I am going to come in here and I'm going to give you an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. And then I'm going to go home to my family. I'm going to go home to my spouse. I'm going to go home to my children. And I'm not going to be carrying all of this weight on my shoulders. It is not fair. It is not what it's supposed to be. But I will tell you, when we are overly loyal to a job, overly loyal to a business, overly loyal to a corporation, overly loyal to a business relationship or business partnership, then all of a sudden we push God aside. We push him out of the way and we start to overwork. And no wonder we're so stressed out. No wonder we're so tired. No wonder we're so broken down. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, we have to be so, so careful about that. Now, again, I want to be careful. Should you work to the best of your ability? Absolutely, you should. Absolutely, you should do your very best. But I want to talk just for a few minutes on what that actually looks like. Uh, excuse me. Genesis, Genesis chapter two kind of gives us the mandate for work. Genesis chapter two, verse 15 says, the Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. The Lord God took man, put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Now, I think it's very interesting here that before sin enters the world, before the fall of man, when everything was right and everything was perfect and everything was exactly how God created and intended for it to be, man had a job. It was work. It was to take care of. It was to guard and keep in the garden. It was to make sure that the garden was, was the way God intended. It was to take care of that. He had a job. And I want to tell you this because I think if we understand this principle, it'll help us with the other principles, particularly with our loyalty. When God put man in the garden and gave him something to do, gave him that work to do, you know what another word for that work is? That's right. Worship. Our work is our worship. Now, I need to say this and I need you to hear me because it's going to be tough and it might be one of those triggering type of things. But follow me here. Since God put man into the garden to work it, to take care of it, to guard and keep it, to put forth 
effort to make it what it or to keep it what it is supposed to be, then that is also and simultaneously man's worship to God. Man being obedient to do what God called him to do in the garden is also his worship. Our work is our worship. Now, our work may not necessarily be our worship to God, but our work is absolutely our worship. So I'm going to say this. and I need you to hear me. It is not a matter of if work is worship. It is more a matter of who our work is worshiping. All right. Our work is worship. Point blank. Hard stop. Period. Right there. Our work is our worship. The question is not, is it worship? The question is, who are we worshiping? And that is where our loyalty comes into question. That is where we have to really examine what it is we're doing and how it is we're going about doing it. Because if we understand that when we walk on that job, I am not working as unto man, I am working as unto God. If we understand when I enter into this business partnership, when I enter into this business relationship, when I enter and when I go to work for this corporation, when I get this promotion, all that I am doing, all of my work, all of my energy, all of my effort, it's not for the company. It's not for the supervisor. It's not for the boss. It's not even for my coworkers initially and, and first off, first and foremost, it is my worship to God. And if I am doing it in a way that is underhanded, that is sneaky, that is lying, that is cheating, that is overstressing and overworking myself, that is detracting from my family, that's detracting from my marriage, that's detracting from my children. If I'm doing it that way, then I am still worshiping, but it's not God in whom I'm worshiping. It is the enemy that I'm worshiping. It is myself who I've propped up as God. It is the 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 Dolce and Gabbana. It is um, the 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 Dooney and Burke. It is uh, all the it's the Armand. It's all those things out there that I'm working so hard to obtain that now I'm worshiping and that becomes my God. And we gotta be so careful. All of a sudden, we are loyal. To this company because this company is paying my bills and we're loyal to this company because this company is putting money in my pocket. This company allows me to go on vacation. This company allows me to drive the, the, the car I drive. This company allows me to buy the clothes I buy. So I'm loyal. And if they need me to show up, then I'm going to show up. Well, then you just got to understand who you're worshiping because it's not God. And I need to be very clear about that. When we are worshiping God, when we are loyal to him, when we realize that our energy and our efforts are directed towards him. And I'm going to say it like, like they say with the president, uh, I, I serve at the pleasure of the king. Like our attitude when we go on that job has to be I serve at the pleasure of the king with God being king, with Jesus Christ being on the throne. When I come in here, my work, my energy, my effort is at the pleasure of the king, which means you can't really find me now i know again hey we, we're in this series called triggered by the truth so we may as well be triggering because i hear you i hear you talking back to me they absolutely can fire me no they can't i work at the pleasure of the king the only reason i leave off of this job is because god himself has decided he has something different for me because god has decided he has something better for me because god has decided this place is toxic and he no longer needs me there he probably only put you there in the first place to represent him in that place and if we fool around and get in the place and don't represent him but instead become like that place then yeah we're not we're not worshiping him we're not doing him any favors we're not honoring him with our presence so when we go 
go in those places. We have to go into those places with the understanding we serve at the pleasure of the king. My work in this place is always going to be superior than other people's work. My work in this place is always going to stand above because I'm not even working for you. I am working for the Lord. I am working for God. He energizes me. He strengthens me. And you know what else he does? He allows me to go home and still be husband. He allows me to go home and still be father. He allows me to go home and still rest. He allows you to go home and still be wife, to still be mom. He allows you to go home and rest because rest is part of the work that he has called us to. It is part of it. So anytime you're part of any organization that will prioritize themselves and getting things done over your well-being, you know that that's not God and you don't have to do it. Now, I hope I, I, I hope I got some bosses listening. I hope I have some corporations that are tuning in because they need to understand for Christians that listen, they ought to want you don't have you, you don't have to say it. There's no checkbox on the application, but they ought to want Christians in their organization because they know that they are going to get great effort from the Christians because the Christians work not for the company, but as unto the Lord. And the Christians are going to put forth the best effort. And they also ought to know when it comes to the things of the Lord, they'll walk away from here in a heartbeat that no that we don't even need to ask them to fudge the numbers because they don't play that game they're not loyal to us in that way they are more loyal to god they're, they're not more they're not gonna put us above god so we don't even need to take uh the the, the underhanded shady stuff to them because they're not going to participate with that nonsense Col colossians 3 and 23 and 24 says this it uh, says whatever you do work at it with all your heart uh, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, not unto man, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. What we have to understand that the energy and the effort we put forth is not for the company, the corporation, the business partnership. It is for the Lord. And if our loyalties stay firm and fixed with him, even if it don't work out in that corporation, even if it don't work out with that business, even if it don't work out on that job, God has something for us so much better, so much grander. It may not look like it at first, and it may be uncomfortable going through the process, but our loyalty has to be with him. Our work is our worship. Two things I want to tell you that we have to, to understand from a practical standpoint that'll help us kind of understand where our loyalties are in this manner. The first one is this. If you working for the right work, if you working for the right boss, your work will be right. I'll say it again. If you working for the right boss, your work will be right. If you understand that you are working as unto the Lord, it, it won't matter how you feel about your co-workers. It won't matter how you feel about your boss. It won't even matter how you feel about the company or corporation itself. If God has called you there, if God has allowed you to be there, if God is, has opened up a door for you to work there, your work will be right. You will go in there and you will put forth the effort because you're not just thinking about the company. You're thinking God has called me to this work. It is my worship and I am going to honor him with my energy. I'm going to honor him with my effort. I'm going to honor him with my mentality. I'm going to honor him with my, with my, with my smarts. I'm going to honor him with how I conduct myself because since he's my boss and I'm working for the right boss, then my work will be right. I'm not going to worry about the, the, the cooler talk. I'm not going to worry about the cafeteria talk. I'm not going to worry about the backbiting and the lying and the cheat. I'm not going to worry about any of that because I'm not loyal to that. I'm loyal to God. And since he has me here for as long as he has me here, I'm working for the right boss and my work going to be right. It's just that simple. You you will wake up in the morning with a different attitude about how you go to work when you understand who you're truly working for. 
You'll wake up in the morning and you'll go to work with a different uh, different sense of empowerment when you understand who your work is unto, whom you're not, not, not just what you're doing, but whom you're doing it for. This is God's way of, of putting me in a place to represent him while also supplying some needs that I have, while also taking helping me take care of my family and on and on and on. And everything that is surrounding this place is less important than the fact that I am loyal to God and I put my energy and effort to work for him. I am not working as unto man. I am working as unto God and he will bless my efforts because my work is my worship. And when I go in here, even though my hands are not lifted up and I'm not shouting hallelujah, my hands are being put to the work that I'm doing. My anointed hands are being put to the work that I'm doing and it is giving praise and honor and glory to God. If I work for the right boss, then my work will be right. Here's the other thing. If I work for the right boss, if I'm loyal to the right boss, my rest will be right. And I'm telling you, man, I think I think this is where some of us miss it. If I'm working for the right boss, then my rest will be right. What do I mean by that? Way too often. Anytime they post overtime, we sign up way too often. Anytime they call me when I'm off, I show up most of the time. Anytime they need more, anytime they want me to go above and beyond, anytime they want me to do something that's going to benefit the company while simultaneously detracting from my house, detracting from my marriage, detracting from my children, detracting from my energy, detracting from my rest. They expect me to show up no matter what. And, and, and then we'll fool around and get so dependent on it. We'll get so dependent on it that we'll feel like if we don't do it, we can't make it. And I'm telling you, when you work for the right boss, your rest will be right. You'll know when to say, no, 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 I'm not going to be able to do that. You'll know when to say, oh, I'm taking vacation. It, it was another <laughs> it, it was another skit uh, from from the, the, the little cartoon sketches that, that do, does the skit where I, I think the lady put in for uh, the employee put in for vacation. And the boss was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to be way uh, shorthanded. You're, you're not going to be able to take your vacation. Uh, and, and she told she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't asking you. I was letting you know that I'm not going to be here. It's not my fault that you, you guys knew we were shorthanded uh, two months ago. And you haven't done anything to replace, uh, to, to fix us being shorthanded. You hadn't done anything to bring in somebody to help with the load. We've been doing the extra work. And since we've been doing the extra work, you guys haven't done your part in bringing somebody else in. So when I put in my vacation request, I wasn't asking. I was doing you a courtesy of letting you know I'm not going to be here. And, and I think that's so important. Now, obviously, again, those skits are, are somewhat parody and, and things of that nature. But I think the underlying truth is still there. When we work for the right boss, we'll rest right. No, nah, man, I, I really need you. Can you come? All right, I, I, I'll come on in. No, no, I can't come. I need to rest. I need the downtime. I need to be better. And, and I know they make us feel like if we don't show up, the whole company will will, will completely implode. The, the only problem with that is how come it never implodes if an employee dies? How come it never implodes if they have to fire somebody? For some reason, it keeps going. Right? If some if, if you die on the job today, what's the, the, the saying is? Before they even before they even buried the person that's died, they've already posted uh, for, for your replacement and things of that nature. So so the point I'm making is don't make a, a, a improper decision because your loyalty lies uh, in the wrong place. Don't make an improper decision about your rest and your well-being uh, and, and, the, and your, your family because your loyalties lie in the wrong place. If your loyalties are with God, then guess what God is going to allow you to do? 
He's going to allow you to rest. He's going to allow you to recuperate. He's going to allow you that time away from the job so that you can better connect with him. You can better connect with your family. You can better connect with yourself. You can better pull off the stresses of the world to be rejuvenated, to be rekindled, to be reinvigorated, to be able to continue to work as unto the Lord. So when we have the right boss, our work will be right. And when we have the right boss, our rest will be right. And I'm going to say this because I love you. I'm going to say it because I love you. If you are worn out and stressed out and never seem to be able to get to a restful place, then I'm going to strongly encourage you to realign who you're working for. Make sure that your work is not unto man, but uh, but it is unto God. Make sure that your loyalty is not to a job or to a position or to a company or to a corporation or to a business relationship, a business partnership. Make sure that instead your loyalty lies with God and then go to work for him and watch the Holy Spirit begin to empower you to do your work right. And then watch the Holy Spirit begin to inform you on when it's time to pull back and rest and watch the Holy Spirit gird you up and keep you no matter what's going on on the job, no matter what they say, and let them get bold enough to ask you out of the door and see won't God open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. When you stay with the Lord, when your loyalties are with him, he's not going to let you fall. He's going to gird you up and he's going to keep you. And I'm telling you, this is the thing when it comes to the job and when it comes to work. Yes, we work. We work as unto the Lord because our work is our worship. But we have to make sure that our worship is to God and not to man because our work is unto the Lord and not unto man. Man, listen, I pray that something has been said today that'll be a blessing to you. And I just want to encourage you guys. I know that this can be tough, especially because we are, uh, what's the word? So so beholden to the job and, and the paycheck and the finances. But now is the time to start to start getting it right, man. Now is the time to start altering the things in your life that's going to keep you from uh, making sure your loyalty is unto God. And now is the time to to reignite our trust in God. Man, all that I have is because God has been good to me. All that all that I am, my energy, my my intellect, the way I'm able to go out and work, that's because that's because God is good to us. That's because Jesus loves me. So so let me make sure that my loyalty is in the right place and with the right place and so that my my work is my worship and my worship is unto God and I know that he won't let me fall. Man, listen, I believe it is the thing that will continue to help us to go um, to new heights in the Lord. And again, I pray something has been said that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, and uh, know that I'm thinking about you and I'm praying for you. Let's make sure our loyalties are in the right place. And if we can be a blessing to you at Unique Life Church, don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. Come see us sometime if you are in the Jackson Madison area. We are. Uh, we meet at Malco Grandview uh, at 221 Grandview Boulevard right there in Madison, Mississippi. We would love to have you be a part of our service. And if the Lord is speaking to your heart to be a blessing to our church, please go to our website, uniquelifechurch.org where there is plenty of information there on how you can be a blessing to our church. While you're there, let us know how we can be a blessing to you. Again, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.